Midway through summer, and welcome to the cabin of Crapper Creek. I got a couple screen windows, but I got mosquitoes filling this whole fucking place, driving me up the wall. I swear to God, I want to kill somebody. But we've got a program to do. Welcome to the podcast live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. In the next 35 minutes, we're going to look at topics like, uh, are you a cadult? That's yeah, a new word. We've got nude beach etiquette, phrases that we really need to have go away, arguing over the remote, an episode of Confessions. And from Master Chef, joining us once again, our friend Lizzie Hartman. Plus, we look at the longest lines in Fairbanks, things that make us look old, and reasons to join Costco. All this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, the podcast. It's funny, it's summertime, you know, there's all these movies and shows, and it just gets so nice. I, uh... I just don't watch, unless it's like maybe live sports or something, I just don't watch TV in the summer. Maybe occasionally late at night we'll watch a movie or a show or something. I just don't watch as much. Come fall, though, you know, everything is new again. It's like, ooh, cool, we can do all the catching. See, it's like, all right, I'll just put this in the queue for wintertime. All right, here's a question. Who gets to command the remote as a classic relationship struggle, Right. Fine, you no, you, you watch whatever you want. No, you watch. But Roku pulled couples to find out the top TV-related arguments. And we have some of the, uh, let's see. Losing or misplacing the remote. Where's the remote? That's nah, the wrong one. Hogging the remote. They're not paying attention because they're on their phone or computer, Right. Or if you're watching a show that's been... Because, you know, who watches TV commercials? Nobody. You have a DVR. And if you're watching a DVR show and the person in charge of the remote is not on it, come commercial break, they lose the rights to the remote. That's how it is in our house. Fine. You can't keep up? I will do it. They fall asleep while you're watching something together. It's annoying because of the next one. That's having to rewatch something your partner missed. Either because they fell asleep or they left the room. Maria will do that. It'll be a real intense part of a movie and she'll just get up and walk out, go to the bathroom, go do something. And then she'll come back, oh, you didn't have to pause it. It's like, well, then you would have been behind. Then you would have lost interest and I'd be watching the rest of the show by myself. That's how that works. That's how that plays out. Well, they keep talking while you're trying to pay attention. Oh, that reminds me, you know the thing that we were, um, yeah, could we, hold on, I'll pause and then we can talk. Asking too many questions about the plot, usually because they got up in the middle of the plot and walked out of the room and have no idea who this character is or what they're talking about. Oh, here's another big argument, deciding what to watch. You've been there, right? You want to watch something, but they don't. For me, it's sports. She doesn't want to watch sports. For her, it's just murder shows. The volume, that's when one person thinks it's too loud or too quiet. That's always a big one. That's number one on there. I think the what to watch, right? She loves her Judge Judy. She loves all the shows where people, you know, learning how to get away with murder. No, that doesn't make me nervous at all. No one M's like, she's sitting there taking notes. Like, is that necessary? (laughs) What's up, baby? Hey, um, now I am an adult. Uh, uh, that's a big stretch, but okay. Really? That's how we're starting out? I'm trying to do a very serious story. Okay, I'll, I'll take you seriously. 
So you can't. You can't. All right. Nobody know, can. Please. Well, that means I must be, here's the new word, a cadult. Am I a cadult? Sure. Yeah, you're going to agree that quick that I'm a, uh, people asked if they considered themselves a cadult, meaning somebody who's still into the same stuff they loved as a child. Yeah, you still jump around and hold it when you have to go to the bathroom. Yep. That's <laughs> a kid. <laughs> Well, that was a no. Out of all the things I do, that is the weirdest analogy you could have come up with. I apologize. <laughs> Cause, Not really, because I do a, a five-year-old peepee dance when you I have to do. go. Yeah, I know. And when you're bored too, same thing. I'm bored. <laughs> what are you doing? I thought you were going to say because I'm still into skateboards and frisbees and cereal and cartoons. Well, it was this list. A uh, new poll <laughs> asked people to consider if they were a cadult, okay. and almost sixty percent said, "Yeah, we are." So, you know, I'm not alone. A lot of us are also still have some of our old toys sitting around or on display. Yeah, we were just talking about that last night. Yeah, man. By comic books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a survey also had people rank the top signs you're still a kid at heart. Like okay. uh, re-watching old movies from our childhood. All right, I do that. Still watch cartoons. All right, I love cartoons. Frequently nostalgic for old toys or products. Okay. I quote, do I quote movies and shows from when I was young? All day. <laughs> do I find myself Googling old toys or products from my, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You haven't got a garage sales to look for them. <laughs> do I still wear clothes that would have been in style back then? Well, yes. Oh, yes, uh, you do. Oh, jeez. Do, hey, I, do I display at least one childhood toy or something in my home or office? Many. Can't get them out of the kitchen. Go ahead. <laughs> kind of like the word cadult. That allows me to be a kid. So now I have a license. Oh, goody. But it's a stupid one. I don't know about adult. How about, and now somebody else came up with sad lessons. All right. That's pretty sad, right? That is sad. Yeah. Loneliness yeah. enthusiast. <laughs> the one the parents never talk about. How about, uh, no, I'm not a adult. I'm maturity challenged. That's for sure. <laughs> okay. I like that one. I think a adult is okay, but see, now that I know I'm uh, maturity challenged, now I'm a victim. Again, disability. Yeah, so now I can, <laughs> can collect I, I money can, for that. I can collect money for being maturity challenged. <laughs> then I could buy a new Nerf gun. All right, it's time for a favorite segment of the show. Haven't done it in a couple of weeks, but I think it's about time. As uh, we love asking you to send in your confessions, things you've done that are kind of weighing on you and you're getting them off your chest. Let us help you with that. Confessions. So here's what you sent in to us. After his repeated infidelity, my terrible ex-husband and I split and now share custody of our dog. Before the dog goes to his house, I fill the dog with boiled eggs so that his farts stink the whole time he's there. Confessions. I work at Whole Foods and monitor the self-checkout lanes. I see people clearly stealing all the time, but I don't say a word. I don't care. I'm not paid enough to deal with that kind of crap, and Whole Foods is already too expensive anyway. Confessions. My son plays video games while sitting on my old giant leather beanbag chair. This is the same beanbag chair he was conceived on. I'm just waiting for the right, ew, gross moment to tell him. Confessions. My female best friend's husband doesn't like me at all. He's going to like me even less when his son starts to look like me. (laughs) Confessions. 
About four years ago, an Amazon delivery driver drove over my grass, so I took a photo and claimed, uh, and claimed it. Got $80 to repair it. I have since used the same picture six times to claim damage. Been successful every time. Confessions. I was told that to help uh, sell your house, you should roast chicken, as the smell, smell makes it feel homey. Spent hours slaving over chicken before the viewers arrived. Within two minutes, the woman said she had to leave because she was a vegan and couldn't stand the smell of chicken. It was making her sick. Confessions. (laughs) Should have made a pie. Apple pie is always the way to go. I like to do ethical shoplifting. That's where I take things from the shelves of big supermarkets and then place them in the food bank baskets at the end of the store. Technically, I'm not stealing the items since they never really leave the premises. I'm just moving them, really. Confessions. And finally, I wrote down all the women I've ever slept with, and I put them in a tournament-style bracket. Realizing my wife is only a five seed now has me rethinking my marriage. Confessions. Hey, five seeds have won the championship many times. Many times. There you go. Those are your confessions. I hope you all feel better. Well, let's check out this auto shop. Hello? Any, anybody here? Hey, hi there. I'm Cletus. This here's Cletus Jr. Right there's Cletus Sr. napping in that chair over yonder. Is that a nudie calendar from 1975? Oh, yeah, right there is Miss uh, April Victoria Cunningham. Quite a beauty, right? Yeah, she's uh, 72 now. Well, my, my car is acting up. I, I think it's the carburetor. Oh, that's too bad. So I, I'm sorry, but here uh, we only repair fuzzy bass and truck nuts. So uh, what's your car doing, though, anyway? Truck nuts, really. All right. Uh, well, well, it's making an odd sound, kind of just. Okay, yeah, that's it. What are you doing? Well, when you try to imitate the sound your car's making, old Cletus Jr. over here gets visually and visibly aroused. He just likes them sounds you're making. Okay. Uh, also, uh, I couldn't help but notice your sign out front. You know you spelled the word car wrong, right? Oh, shoot, them is just words. W- w- what the hell is that noise coming from your shop back there? Oh, well, that, that's just the cockfights. We hold them in Bay 3 every week. So what kind of car you got? Uh, it's a Subaru. Subaru? Hey, Cletus, we got us a lesbian alert. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm not a lesbian. So do you like girls? Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay, so uh, how long do you think this is going to take? It all depends. On what? On how long it takes us to find new dilithium crystals. Dilithium crystals? You mean like in Star Trek? Yep. All right, maybe I should just go somewhere else, really, sir. Oh, well, but wait, you know, if you go with us, I'll throw in a spoiler for the back of your car at no extra charge. A spoiler? On the back of a Subaru? Oh, yeah, lesbians love spoiling. I'm not a lesbian. Well, you don't like girl-on-girl action? Now, what's that got to do with anything? Well, I don't think you're very woke now, are you? All right, all right, fine. I'll take the damn spoiler. There you go. Go to Glacier Garage. Whatever. From the farthest north rock station in the world... It's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Uh, I think we should do a foodie roundup. What do you say? Yeah! All right, uh, a lot of fast food news. 
IHOP is now selling pancake tacos. Yeah, Choco Pancakes as well. Strawberry cheesecake with chocolate chips. Caramel banana with chocolate chips. Breakfast pancake taco. I don't know how that works, but there you go. All right. Uh, McDonald's confirmed a new cookie and cream pie. It's coming out. Select locations. Just, all right. Not appetizing. Pineapple flavored Pepsi is going to be a thing. But apparently only at Little Caesars. I don't know. Is that because of the pepperoni on pizza thing? I don't know. I don't know. A candy company made a record-breaking 1,400-pound marshmallow in Mexico. Broke the world's record. Took a team of 100 people two hours to pour the mixture into the mold. I guess it's the 200th anniversary celebration in, in Jalisco, Mexico. Guinness just posted the footage. The old record at 205. They smashed that. In breakfast news, McDonald's ditching its baked goods, but just added a spicy McMuffin. They announced they're discontinuing their uh, cafe bakery lineup. Like the apple fritters, blueberry muffins, cinnamon rolls, cream cheese. Yeah, they're getting rid of it. If you're a fan of their apple or chocolate chip, apple pie, chocolate chip cookies, you're in the clear. Those are sand. But diehard fans are upset, even though the McCafe line hasn't been around all that long, I guess. So they are coming up with cheesy jalapeno McMuffins and jalapeno quarter pounders. Okay. Burger King's newest burger. It's just a bun. With 20 slices of cheese. And it's only in Thailand. What? Just had a 7-Eleven day where people got free Slurpees. Of course, you'd have to drive a long way because we don't have a 7-Eleven anymore and it's already gone. Hey, uh, speaking of McDonald's. This certainly would make your breakfast a little less appetizing. Uh, anyway, McDonald's is investigating after a woman in Australia uh, found pieces of a rubber glove baked into her egg McMuffin. She posted photos. Weird part is it was baked into the English muffin itself. They get those pre-made, so it didn't happen at McDonald's. It happened at the factory where they were baked, I guess. Interesting. Carl's Jr. selling double cheeseburgers for... 82 cents for their 82nd birthday. We don't have one of those anymore either, do we? And it was French Fry Day recently. Everybody had their specials. McDonald's gave out some free fries. Burger King did too. Wendy's, Heinz, Smash Burger, Fat Burger, White Castle, Checkers. They all did. And every food has its day. The latest was National Mac and Cheese Day last week. It's Mac and Cheese Facts. Craft, uh, oh, well, we can't do that without the the old school craft jingle ad. Hold on. Craft macaroni and cheese dinner. You get tender macaroni and new improved craft grated that makes craft dinner golden with rich cheddar flavor. Enjoy it often. Craft macaroni and cheese dinner. Just make sure to put 20 slices on your meatless burger. Kraft sells around a million boxes of mac and cheese a day. A day. 
Record for eating an entire box. One minute, two seconds. There are over 50 varieties of mac and cheese. Did you know that? 50? I, I don't think I can name two. What do you mean 50? Let me guess. One comes with pineapple. It's your foodie roundup. heading off to college uh, something interesting the Wall Street Journal just did a story on how clueless a lot of recent college grads are when it comes to working in person now granted I think college is great get a good education learn a trade something I think is fantastic I think the price is ridiculous I think it's gone out I think you should start we need to start working on the trades more we need people to build and make things better we don't need as many influencers and art degrees. And uh, yeah, a lot of people have trouble with it once they get out of uh, college. Because college, man, they... they you're, you're, you're drinking the Kool-Aid you know, on a lot of campuses now. It's, it has nothing to do with the real world. They did uh, most of their classes over Zoom during the pandemic. So they haven't really had a chance to learn a lot of the basic stuff. Sometimes very basic Major companies have started to offer training sessions on how to talk to people in person. They cover things like eye contact and how long your pauses should be. One course talks about making sure to pause after introducing yourself so the other person has time to say their name. These are college graduates they have to teach this to. Right? How to chit-chat in an elevator. Colleges have similar classes now, too. How to write email different than a text how jeans with holes might not be seen as work appropriate really man you know i taught ultimate frisbee at the university so who am i to i'm gonna i'm gonna i think i need to go back up to uaf and teach some new classes learning that you don't matter 101 oh i about this for a great class title i could teach this the word no what it means and how to handle hearing it for the very first time Safe space, trigger warning, and other words you will never hear again after college. Oh, here'd be a good one. You majored in gender studies. Now what? Preparing for life as a barista. Fun origami shapes with overdue student loan bills. Listening. What you do when someone more important than you is talking. Saving your mental health days for Saturdays. See, I could teach all of these classes, people. If you're in your, your early 20s, I'm your man. Here's a good class idea. It's not a therapy animal. It's a pet. Why your iguana belongs at home. Four-day work weeks? Ha! Huh, sorry, kid. That's not actually a thing. Finally, here's a class I think I need to teach. Your pronouns. And yeah, nobody gives a damn. Talking once again with Lizzie Hartman from, of course, Alaska and uh, Master Chef, where she's been competing. Now, uh, we saw you, I saw you at the parade. You were in the parade. And then I saw you as one of the celebrity judges, along with my girl T Quake over there at the bathtub races. Yes. Which was a blast. That was amazing. Does it get any more Fairbanks than that? I don't, I don't think so. No. And my wife, my wife uh, was roped into being the timer for that. She took it real serious. She was all into it. And uh, it was just an absolute blast. It was such a good time. 
And uh, like you said, you've been running around, you've been cooking for folks, you've been doing all kinds of things, and of course, competing on MasterChef. Now, as we mentioned, yeah, we can't really talk about a lot of it, but let's, uh, let's talk about, uh, now this upcoming episode, you're, you're cooking for a bunch of firefighters, that's the competition. So outside, something a little different. Yeah. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how people handle that change because some people can't handle the... Exactly. It's a different thing. You're out of your kitchen. You're out of that comfort zone. Yep. And it can be a little more tough. But let's talk last week. And uh, kind of a brutal one. What happened? Here, here's the thing is everybody cooks something different. Now you have the different regions, the southeast, and, and they're kind of slamming on the west, even though some of you guys have put out some... Um, Tremendous dishes. Mm-hmm. And now what happened? Did they? I, I, I was totally flabbergasted when they ended up putting you in the bottom three. It's like, did you like, what? Wait, me? I was flabbergasted too. I was completely shocked. I did not think I could that tell. I was going to be in the bottom. Nobody did. Wait, wait, wait. What? Yeah, that was that was completely floored me. Um, now, there was three of you and the other two were obviously much. I, I thought they were worthy of being in the bottom. And yes. yours were, and they, the only thing they said, they loved everything about it, except they said, oh, the uh, scallops were over. They looked perfect. They looked a little crispy on the outside. Yep, they were a little. I mean, they were they were 10 seconds overdone. If that, they uh, looked wonderful. And it's like, I enjoyed uh, them. Yeah, I know I would have, too. So. That was really so. Tonight it's cooking for the firefighters. Yes. And now, have you, as this show has gone along, have you learned, have developed any strategy? Is has any have, have you come up? What at this point of the show? Obviously, the show's continued on. It's been recorded. Uh, how did your strategy change from, say, the first episode to this episode we're about to view tonight? Yeah, well, when we realized that we could work together, there was a lot of team planning, team strategizing about helping each other get our equipment or getting our stuff out of the pantry, um, helping each other understand elements about food. You know, there's a lot of things I didn't know going in because, I, you know, I, I could learn from a lot of people. So. Well, sure. You guys are all yeah. chefs and yes. all cooks. But yep. at the same time, it's not like you've been writing 100 cookbooks and doing this no. for 50 years. Years. No, so learning from my fellow teammates on the West was just mind-blowing for me. Yes, and I, I saw some of the other teams kind of working together, and uh, yeah. I saw you all picking each other up. If you don't know, folks, uh, they've divided up a bunch of cooks into the West, the South, the Midwest, the, the uh, East, mm-hmm. and... Uh, they they eliminate people, but they also kind of do work together. You yes. can w- win immunity for your team, kind of. It's very yep. all a survivor in that sense. And uh, you guys are cooking against the uh, each other, obviously, but mm-hmm. also at the same time, you're still working and cooking together as a as a unit. Now you guys are shorthanded. You guys are, are down. Uh, going into tonight's episode, you're down to three or four. Four, four people on the west. You got four on the west. The other team still had some of them. Still have five. Yes. I think. Yep. But uh, so, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be good. That's tonight. It's on at seven o'clock. It's on Fox. You can see Lizzie uh, doing Alaska Proud again. And of course, I have a feeling I'm going to see you. I bet you I'll see you at Salmon Fest this Friday. I bet you I'll see you. Uh, I'm, I'm, I know I'm going to run into you all over the place. Yeah, we'll, we'll see each other all weekend. <laughs> all right. <laughs> let's just meet up at Hoodoo and call it good. Shall Sounds we? Good. All right, let's do that. Lizzie Hartman. Uh, it's uh, Master Chef and it's on tonight. Looking forward to it. Always great to have you here. Awesome. Thank you. Right now, let's talk science. It's time for your nerd news, uh, where we talk edible packaging, extra teeth, and alien wreckages. What's give it up, nerd news? In food news, could edible packaging be a thing someday? So after you like kill a whole bag of Doritos, you just could eat the bag too. Researchers in China are working on that. 
In dental news in Japan, they're testing a new medication that would let people regrow teeth. It's already worked on mice. Mice. Uh, they'll start testing it on humans next year, and it could be available by 2030. At the time I lose all mine. Great. In Earth News, yesterday was uh, Affilian Day. That's where, uh, at, well, no, it was last week, wasn't it? It's where we're at our farthest point from the sun all year, about 95 million miles away. The closest we ever get is around 91 million miles, and that happens in January. So when it's, wait, what? So it's colder. How, how, so we're closer. All right. We're 4 million miles closer to the sun in January. Here in Alaska, we did not get that memo. We did have, uh, it's our hottest day on record three times in a week. The first two were in July 3rd and 4th. Now, initial data shows the 5th was even hotter. Temperatures, right? That's not good. In space news, a pair of scientists in Australia think the universe ran in slow motion for the first billion years or so because of something called time dilation. They say time moved five times slower than it does now. Or it just seemed that way because they were stuck in traffic, maybe? Hey, we got Elon Musk news. A report on his Starlink satellites found that they had to make 25,000 collision avoidance maneuvers in the first six months of the year to avoid crashing into stuff up there. Even just one collision could cause a chain reaction. Oh, yay. Uh, In animal news, a study found rattlesnakes don't get as stressed if they've got a friend nearby. Meaning another rattlesnake, I think. But the study found even putting a big rope next to him can also do it. <laughs> gotta, gotta, uh, nobody wants a, a rattlesnake with anxiety. So just stick a rope next to it. And finally, get this. A team in Harvard claimed they found debris on the bottom of the Pacific Ocean that could be from an interstellar meteor or possibly an alien spaceship. Whatever it is, it splashed down in 2014. They found a bunch of small iron balls and haven't ruled out the possibility they're from an interstellar spacecraft. They say they analyze them and they're unlike anything made by humans. Little metal balls. Wow. If you play marble, we call those steelies. That's your nerd news. Live worldwide, just Google search live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. You'll find our uh, general store. Have you checked out the general store? you got to see the new shirts. X-Rock Morning Show, and on the back it says, Don't be an Usyk. It's a great shirt. You can order them right now. If you don't know what an Usyk is, Google it. It's basically the penis bone of a male walrus. So you think you know where we're going with that. It's the Crapper Creek general store. Search for it. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska, you'll find the YouTube channel, too, if you want to see videos. Myself, my buds, lovely Maria, Wilson the Insane Cat, and more, our guests, all that. It's all there. On the YouTube channel. Find the Lost Tribe of the Lower Chena on there as well. Summertime, heading out now. Up here, you know, we don't really have beaches to go to. We can go to the lakes, right? That's our closest beach, really, or lakes. They got sand. It's warm. It's nice. You can swim. It's not really the same as like a beach on an ocean, Maui or something. Now, I've I've made no secret of the fact I love a good nude beach. I have not, being Swedish, being naked is just not that big of a deal for me. Nothing to be ashamed of, you know what I'm saying? I'm happy about it. 
Wife seems happy about it. Can't talk her into the nude beach, though. Just can't talk. And M would rock a nude beach. Here's the thing. Nude beaches are okay because it doesn't matter. I know. The first time I went, I went to the, the one there in Maui. It's called Little Beach. I know. It's not the word you want when it's nude and you're a guy. But it's a good nude beach. And uh, the thing is, is when you're young and you go to a nude beach, you're going, all right, man. And that was like, I think the first time I went, it was like the late 80s. Maybe 90s. I'm like, man, this is going to be cool. It's going to be like Baywatch. Nope. It's more like the Golden Girls. Roseanne. I didn't, uh, there were people peeling in places I didn't want to see peel. And most people on the nude beach are people that probably shouldn't be at the nude beach. It's not. But then there is etiquette. And I'm going to pass along. This is actual etiquette for nude beach and this comes it's funny this was written by an 81 year old woman who's been a nudist for 30 years so all right so let's take a moment grab that image get it out of our head but this 81 year old nudist this is her uh, nude beach etiquette number one don't park your chair blanket too close to anyone that goes for any beach it's a whole beach right you don't don't be that guy no gawking make sure you don't stare at anybody too long If you strike up a conversation with a stranger, eye contact, eye contact, eye contact. Also, uh, never talk about anybody's body. Even if you think it's a compliment, it's it's something you're not supposed to do. Also, it's like, all right, let's get it on with the nude beach. No, 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 no. Um, If you're at an actual nude beach with somebody, no PDA. You don't even kiss or make out. Anything that resembles sexual activity is actually frowned upon. Don't take pictures. If you do uh, like a uh, selfie at sunset or something, make sure it's, uh, you know, obvious there's nobody in the background. She also talked about men becoming aroused by mistake. She says it's pretty rare, but it happens. If so, cover up uh, with a towel, jump in the cold water. So, okay. You know, excuse me, ma'am. 81-year-old nudist. I don't think there's any worry about that. I think you're safe. I got one other uh, bit of advice for you. Uh, don't don't join in on the ring toss game. It's not what you think. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Now, every now and then, people talk about retiring words and phrases. Usually around New Year's, I always say, these are the words that we should stop using from last year, whatever. It's usually some smug person on the internet that tells us this is what we should do. Usually it's uh, teenage internet slang that has run its course or starts annoying everybody, even the generation that started the phrase. But there are more established modern day phrases that also just need to go. Somebody did put a thread online where people are suggesting the phrases they would love to just get rid of forever. Here's some of the good ones. Uh, living the dream. Yeah, I'm, d- I'm done with that one. It's usually somebody, obviously, that doesn't have a great job. Nobody with a great job ever says that. Boys will be boys. It is what it is. Just saying. Thoughts and prayers. Nobody ever actually says that. They just put it down on Facebook. Thoughts and prayers. That way, everything's okay. The overuse and misuse of gaslighting, stop it. The overuse or misuse of literally, I mean literally every Gen Zer uses it. I mean literally. Literally. 
or the misuse of I could care less, or the use of mansplaining. Stop with that word. A gal said that to Jerry uh, Evans when we were at the uh, midnight, uh, the the Sunlit Music Fest. We were doing the, the uh, if you were there, Jerry and I and Keenan from Pacalolo had the uh, slingshot, t-shirt slingshot. And you got to really hold on to it in one way so that the guy can sling it. Jerry was telling this girl, letting her know how the safe way to do it. And she actually turned and go, are you mansplaining this to me? And what he should have done is let her use it the way she wanted so she would have broke her arm and figured it out. Instead, he explained it to Keenan and I so we knew how to do it. We went, all right, great. Call it what it was. It was good advice from a man. So, okay. How about pull yourself up by your bootstraps? All right, uh, that's a boomer thing. Nobody even knows. Does anybody have bootstraps anymore? Welcome to the real world. Shut up. Everything happens for a reason. That's a momism. My dad used to say it, but you know what? The thing is, he was right. Money can't buy happiness. Money can buy a hooker, which, just saying, I ain't mansplaining it. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, man, I will smack you. You say that to me. And finally, the customer is always right. Have you seen these customers? You mean like the one at Taco Bell that tried to reach through and strangle the employee because they forgot to give her extra ice? That customer? I beg to differ. But you know it is what it is. Because boys will be boys. Just saying. All right, I'm going to do a store run today. So you heard Costco is cracking down on shared memberships. Moochers, if you're wondering, you should finally spring for your own card. Hell yeah. There's no reason the rest of us have to have really horrible photos taken. Little dot matrix looking things. Plus, come on, Costco, man. A lot of good reasons you should be joining Costco. I mean, nobody should have to go three different stores for gas, crab meat, and a 24-pack of tube socks. Sure, we got Freddy's. And only real smart people pay to go shopping. On the list of things that chicks dig, Kirkland cargo shorts, I bet are near the top. And really, come on. Buck 51, way too much to spend on a hot dog. Gotta join Costco. If you're there during an earthquake, uh, you'll be forever remembered as the lady who was crushed to death by a pallet of stewed tomatoes. Middle-aged white men are fun to observe in their natural environment. You can do that there. Plus, I mean, fork, forklift exhaust, incredible high. And you know what they say about a man with a really big cart, right? I haven't even got, don't even get me started on the samples. What do you think I'm going for lunch today? It's the X-Rock Morning Show. (laughs) I love putting this show together for you folks around the world every week from our little cabin in Crapper Creek, Alaska. I hope it makes you laugh, smile, and have a good time. Download all the episodes. There's over 160 of them on there with some great people from Alaska. It is all about Alaska. I'll give you that much, but... 
We love it that the rest of you around the world like the program so much. I'm going to do it again next week. We're going to have fun. And we've got an educational moment on climate change. Assault by burrito. We're going to ask, how gross are you? Classes for new grads. Why America is great. Signs you're really old. Nerd news. Fuck my life. And my live onstage performance from the Dark Winter's Night storytelling. You're going to like this one. It's all coming up on the podcast next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.